0: We're on the air. Let's see how the broadcast gets from the studio to your home.
1: How Deep Is Your Crate is a spin off series from Sounds Visual Media where DJs talk to us about some favorite albums from their own collections. For this episode, DJ Sesqui chose the album Gears, Johnny Hammond's 1975 jazz funk classic. Gears found Hammond stretching out his soulful, economic style of playing over six extended workouts. The album is as much about the production and writing skills of the Mizell brothers as much as Hammond's remarkable playing synthesizers and striking vocal arrangements that were both in step and ahead of their time. All right, DJ Sesqui, tell us about Johnny Hammond's Gears. This is DJ Sesqui, and you are in tune to Sounds
2: Visual Radio. We're gonna review an album called Gears by Johnny Hammond and produced by the famous Mizell Brothers, uh, recorded for Fantasy Records at Berkeley Studios, 1975. The personnel is Johnny Hammond Smith on organ, synthesizer, electric piano, and arrangements. Larry Mizell on arrangements, keyboards, and backing vocals. Fonce Mizell on clarinet and backing vocals. Jerry Peters on electric piano and piano. Harvey Mason on drums. Chuck Rennie on electric bass. Craig McMullen and John Rowan on guitars. Roger Glenn on flute and vibraphone, Kenneth Nash on percussion, Hadley Callum on tenor saxophone, Julian Priester on trombone, and the great late Michael White on violin using an electric filter of some sort. So Johnny Hammond is a Hammond B3 player, obviously, from the jazz-funk era, the 60s. He's in the same vein as like Jimmy Smith, Jimmy McGriff, Jack McDuff, you know, the funky organ players. But he also ventures off into the 70s with some electric piano and other keyboards. He's on a CTI Records for a minute, and then he gets into uh, Salvation, and then goes off into uh, a label called Fantasy, which is affiliated with Milestone Records. It's kind of like the West Coast Milestone Records. But during his Fantasy period, he actually does an album called Gambler's Life, and it's produced by the Mizell Brothers. And <clears throat> if you're unfamiliar with the Mizell Brothers, these cats can have a whole episode by themselves. And two brothers go to Howard University. They're both uh, arrangers and musicians, mainly keyboardists. And uh, Larry takes on an engineering degree, of all things. And he actually, on a side note, is one of the first people to experiment with light crystals, which would later be called LCDs. Uh, His brother, Fonce, gets a, a musical degree. And they both kind of think of, well, we've kind of done everything we want to do out here. Let's move to the West Coast, start a production company called Sky High Productions and uh, see what we can do. And they do. They move out to L.A. and they get with a lot of amazing musicians and produce a lot of people uh, from anywhere from Michael Jackson to uh, Jermaine Jackson and, of course, to Marvin Gaye. Uh, they actually produce a record that's never been released from Marvin Gaye, which I'm dying to hear. I'm sure it's great, but they do a lot of stuff from the revamped Blue Note label artists on that, uh, such as like Donald Byrd and Bobby Humphrey, as well as so many other musicians. Anyways, they get with Johnny Hammond on 1974 and do Gambler's Life, uh, which is kind of an introduction to this album. Uh, It's got all the elements in there. In fact, Eric Badu, I believe, samples the title track, the first track on the album for Mama's Gun. So... Some of the same players go off and venture into this later year, 1975 date, um, <clears throat> in Berkeley for Fantasy Records for Gears, and uh, let let's get into the album. Okay, first song on the album is "Tell Me What to Do." Uh, we begin with what seems like a splash of off-keys piano then dissipate into a funk guitar riff. Uh, Then Mason and Chuck bring this sophisticated super tight push-pull groove and funk can be like that it's all about the space and you would think that it wouldn't work as a groove but it does it just kind of their mastery pulls it all together and just it's just a cooker. It's like we came from a porthole and we're witnessing like the creation of a planet and like these different layers and moons are all moving around it. That's what them song reminds me of. This is like Myzel mastery at its best. A uh, solar system comprised of disco, soul, funk with the tightness of jazz in the middle. It's probably not a coincidence that this is a perfected version of the Gambler's live track. And the sound is going to be kind of like the epicenter for what would later be the acid jazz sound. And reason being that a lot of DJs would play this on the dance floor. One of them being DJ Jazzy B, who would later be uh, part of a group called Soul to Soul. Uh, He's a London DJ, and he's done this night called African Center. And uh, it's just like in the mid-80s, and he's dropping this song on the dance floor he said he always played it and it was kind of like at the peak of the evening and there's a reason why so the song you know kind of levels out into a straight groove and Johnny lays in his solo all while Larry glides the string arrangements by the way of a synth called the Salinas uh, string keyboard and it's a so this is a ethereal keyboard that instead of using live strings he's using the synth and it's 70s in full effect and this is kind of like used on so many different uh his productions um now if this is the voyage we're on I'm, I'm all in you know first first song's got me Second song, Conquistadors of Chocolate. Mason's doing like this marching thing with the flute on top, and uh, they're reciting the Spanish uh, poem about the conquistadors and you know about these brave men coming into a new world and conquering and etc. I think they're referring to themselves. They're like musicians are at their peak, and they're coming in pushing the envelope on funk. That's what I feel this message is. And the song lays that out. You got this ethereal kind of wind sound and you got Mason laying in this kind of like intro solo thing, um, which later he'll progress into a, a, like a snare funk pocket, you know, and his snare work is so impeccable. It's pushing, it's it's tight. Uh, all the while, Chuck is on there and Johnny, of course, laying in the montage, the piano on top. And then we're off. As the marching drum dissipates, Chuck brings in this amazing bass group. And it's just this, this line that sounds a lot like a Space Invaders uh, sound. When you play Space Invaders, a video game at the end where the spaceships are coming down to attack you, the baseline goes do 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 and that's exactly what Chuck does and it works. It opens up and everybody comes in and you get this full sound. so in the middle of the song the familiarity of a sound is is kind of like seeping through and uh, i finally recognized that it was jamiroquai and of course jk used the arrangement asking johnny if he could use this arrangement inspired by this album and the song especially for uh when you're gonna learn his second release for jamiroquai and another nod to acid jazz and just Of course, you hear it, it's in there. Uh, Overall, it's a clean, subtle, and just a a groove. In the middle, it breaks down, and then everyone lays back. Professionalism at its peak, and you get a feel of where disco is gonna be going in the future. Hammond shows you his, his B3 chops. And then the end the ending is crazy. Mason is showing you his solo skills while the band ups the tempo and chops the timing, just egging him on. Ridiculous. Song number three, Lost on 23rd Street. And there's only like three songs on each side of, these, of this record, six songs total. Long five minute grooves, perfect for spinning out. The hip hop-like groove on Lost on 23rd Street, you know, just chilling, breaking everything down, showing you their subtle and softness side. This is like the sound that my are sought after. Uh, dreamy vocals over tight grooves. This is the kind of vocals you'll hear like in a lot of Mizell productions from like the Donald Byrds to the Bobby Humphreys. Uh, It's just their classic Mizell sound. All right, let's flip the record. We are on song number four and song number four is Fantasy uh fantasy is just a chill groove um again a dope break intro uh it's got that 70s disco feel and um uh, yeah it's i play this song a lot um it's very dj friendly Then, actually, the late, great Michael White, bless his soul, brings us his electric violin, a little spiritual feel. So beautiful. What a beautiful being on top of all of this. And that's actual Roger Glenn, <clears throat> not Bobby Humphrey on flute, but the similarities are there. Great track. Number five, Shifting Gears. Uh, it's sort of like the title track of the album. Um, all the usual sophisticated elements are there. Um, I love the break in the middle, uh, the personnel lay out and Johnny Shows his electric piano skills, all while the vocals vamp out.
0: Gear, gear, gear,
2: gear, so many musical changes professional musicians go through just to get right here. Uh, All that know-how, sacrifice, work, all coming together right now. And in this song, it shows. Uh, And this era is like the peak for many of these veteran personnel musicians on this album, like Johnny. The 80s will have them rethink their progressiveness, but right now, it's here and it's on fire. Alright, last song on the album and it's another beauty. The song is titled, Can't We Smile? And um, yeah, it's just like uh, Johnny playing with an occasional classical feel to bring the dreamy like intro. And then there's like a spooky UFO sound just like gliding over it. This is so hip-hop friendly. Every part of this track is a sample and you wouldn't get tired of hearing it looped. This could have been used on any black exploitation movie of that era. For me, it soundtracked many hot summer car cruises. I play this all the time, just chilling. Um, Yeah, it's one of my favorites. And this album is one of my favorites. Um, As you can see why, the sophistication, the professionalism of the the personnel and how the Mizell's weave in this new sophisticated funk. Johnny Hammond, Fantasy Records, Gears. Listen to it on Spotify for sure. Uh, it's where jazz funk fusion will live forever. Thank you and uh, stay tuned for the next one.
1: For an archive of Sounds Visual Radio episodes, please visit our website at soundsvisualradio.com. We're on Instagram at Sounds Visual Media, on Facebook at soundsvisualpdx. PDX. You can also email us at soundsvisualradio at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.